0: back to episode nine of the country chat podcast with myself sandra Ganley. i'm changing things up a little bit today and um i'm delighted to have one of my very very good friends here in front of me miss shauna mackstravok and shauna was the first ever guest on the country chat podcast back in it was around april 2020 it was then um, a covid project that started and uh, i got shauna roped in on the very first episode so i'm delighted to have her back now for a little catch-up. Shauna, how's things? Hi Sandra,
1: it's great to be back and thanks for having me again. Um, I can't believe it's like nearly a year since we last spoke on your podcast but it's great to get back onto it again so thanks for inviting me. No problem and it's actually funny because um, we have developed a great
0: friendship so it's actually funny to be actually talking on a professional level because most weeks we'd be on the phone nattering away and I've been up at you and, and you'd be down here at me um, so Yeah, we're. I suppose the positive of COVID for us has been
1: a great friendship has developed. Absolutely, that's it. Like, and I suppose it's brought us closer together because COVID, I think, has been affected, has affected everyone. Like, we've missed seeing everyone, especially myself as a performer and singer, being at the gigs and everything. I've missed everyone so much. So, I'm really hoping that, you know, we'll get back out, Sandra, and get to see everyone again soon. And obviously, myself and you, we'll hopefully get to a few dances as well. You never know. (laughs) <laughs>
0: really we there's no stocking us now with this did
1: no, um no. so I suppose
0: going back last time we talked to you it was as we said April 2020 things had just um started happening with COVID nobody was working all that kind of thing but after that episode things actually picked up for you and you had a really great success during the summer with your single that you brought out love shine a light tell us a bit about
1: that Yes, I have to say, you know, during the first start of the COVID, the pandemic, I really, I suppose, every, all the artists found it very difficult, you know, all our gigs were cancelled, um, I was missing the gigs and everything and seeing how obviously COVID had affected so many people and families and both myself, my mum actually works in the front line. So I suppose seeing how difficult times were and your sister, obviously Sandra's a nurse as well, getting to hear from people how difficult it was working in the conditions through COVID. I suppose as a performer, I just wanted to give something back. So um, I just basically thought I'd love to record a single um, which hopefully would shed some light on the difficult time everyone was going through. And Love, Shine a Light was a song I always loved um, a Eurovision song, cont- uh, Eurovision song Contest winner song, A Way Back. I always loved it, and I thought it would be a great song to release. And yeah, it went brilliant for me, thank God.
0: It was a great summer hit. I think the timing of it was brilliant, obviously, with COVID. But, um, you know, for those of you listening, you can go and check it out after you listen to this podcast. But it's such an upbeat kind of song. It was all positive. The video was nice and happy and it just it just the timing of it was great and it went it really well really as well how many i mean you have so many hits on
1: it on on facebook it's, and it's still people are still commenting and sharing it's still a year yeah. later like it's unbelievable, even radio, like I get Snapchats and I get people on Facebook and Instagram, you know, which is brilliant. They'd be tagging me when they hear it or, you know, people are obviously still downloading it. And it was to raise funds for the NHS and the HSE. So everyone really did get behind me, which I was so thankful for. Um, and obviously the video itself, um, like never mind hits I got got it to number one in the in the Irish country music charts. so that was brilliant absolutely delighted with that and um, everyone got behind it but even the people that helped with making the video like yourself Sandra Javen Juniors all my little dancers that you had you got them involved and um, people like you know Mickey Hart the GA drone manager from my part of the world uh, Marty Morris say the T-shock at the time Leo got involved. Um, just so many people in frontline staff as well got behind the video so I was so happy that it went so well and again a big thank you to everyone who's still downloading it and requesting it on the radio as well it means a lot
0: oh no it was it was absolutely brilliant so absolutely those of you that listen go and listen to the song download it if you haven't already and check out the video um, so yeah that was the summer and I suppose then since then, you've had a few gigs here and there. You were doing some Facebook Lives, and I know there's one or two other
1: um, events you've been involved with. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so during, as I suppose, we all have been missing the game, so much and missing everyone. So I got involved in a few Facebook Lives. Um, I know i done one for your celebration as well for the Javen Juniors anniversary, which was quite recently, Sandra. I love being in part involved in that. Um, a great friend of mine, uh, Porek Mohan from All Folked Up, uh, myself and Porik done a couple of Facebook lives as well, which was great. And um, also concerts on the couch um, with the fantastic Celtic Storm Band and Gary Gamble um, and many other artists as well joined me for a few of the concerts on the couch, which was great to get, to, get the opportunity to sing again with the live band and also to meet some of the other artists that I haven't seen for quite a while so yeah I've been doing different things like that which obviously has kept me going um and I've enjoyed I've enjoyed it so yeah please god we get lots more to come and hopefully get back out on stage again
0: I know hopefully but look you've been keeping things ticking over between the single and between them few little gigs and that you've been doing be it on Facebook or on the couch with them that sort of thing um, and I suppose going forward now, you, you are above you have gigs for the summer. It, I suppose It's a question whether or not they will happen. A good friend of ours, Phil Mack,
1: you are involved in his uh, first weekend back. Um, so hopefully that will go ahead for you. Yeah, I'm so delighted to be involved. Um, we're actually going to Nottingham, and um, to Thoresby Hall in in the July the sixteenth weekend. Um, we're going over, and I have to say it's always a great weekend to be part of it. Um, never mind seeing everyone, but just getting to I co-host with Phil at a lot of his events along with Natasha uh, McGee, and um, yeah, getting to perform and. Just to get on a flight, I suppose, again and get across the water and just be it'd just be great. So please God, hopefully it'll go ahead. So yeah, that's in the summertime. Plus, I have a few more other, more other gigs in the diary, which I'm really looking forward to. Hopefully a few festivals as well in the summer. Um, which hopefully will come back. Um, please God. So yeah, as I said, just really looking forward to Sandra, hopefully getting back to it all soon. Absolutely. And one other thing
0: we forgot was Shauna's country, which has your TV yes. show, which has been on. Every week. That has not stopped. The the, games and the uh, live singing might have, but Shauna's Country has not stopped and you're recording every week for that, which is brilliant.
1: Yeah, I have to say, like, I'm so happy the show. Like, I'm doing it, what, five years now or more? Um, And Shauna's Country every Saturday night on Spotlight TV. Everyone's been great that has been tuning in and I've got a loyal fan base. Um, a big hello to anyone who's watching from Scotland. I know of a lot of friends and fans over there and obviously England as well and Ireland here. Um, a lot of people watch it, so yeah. Thank you so much to everyone who tunes in on a Saturday night to the show.
0: <laughs> I even noticed though on your Facebook and your social media, the the um the response between your you you and your fans. I mean, there's there's people from all over commenting on your stuff. Even even if I'm just scrolling and I see something you've popped up, like people are constantly commenting and liking and how are you and looking great, Shauna, and all this. Like it's it's mad when you actually think into it and I suppose especially when you're not actively gigging like like any other singer at the moment like but you still have that fan base behind you and they're still rooting for you and pushing for you and telling you all the good stuff (laughs) like
1: Okay, I have to say, Sandra, it is, it's is—it's absolutely brilliant for the support I have. Um, I'm so thankful, you know, so many people are, are so thoughtful and even to send me little messages every other day, you know, how you keeping, and we miss you, we miss seeing you, you perform. It just means a lot. And uh, yeah, I have to say, I was very blessed to have the TV show That you know, throughout the pandemic, I've still been able to continue to record for it and film it. And um, yeah, I have a great fan base behind me. So thanks everyone. <laughs> There you go.
0: You're yeah. I tell you, you definitely are one of the lucky ones because my t- um my show on Spotlight TV has not been uh, filmed since. I'm gonna say definitely a year and a half. It's all re-records, unfortunately. Um, I can't get up to my production company. They're not filming. So you are definitely one of the lucky ones. I'm truly. Hey, Sandra,
1: you'll have to come and do one with me, maybe co-host one of Sean's. Country. I will. I'll, I'll just butt into yours. I'll I'll butt yeah. into Sean's country. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to come along, but, but never mind me. I know that you probably are going to scream at me for this, but you're always interviewing everyone else. No one gets to ask Sandra Gallinley how she's keeping or how he's driving juniors and everything that's going on, because you do a lot more than just what people think behind the scenes, you know? So how's things been going for you, Sandra?
0: Well, you know, it's nice to be asked, I suppose. And, like, I suppose <laughs> there's never one thing with me. It's always a bit of this and a bit of that, and I suppose... Yeah, for those that might know me from just the podcast, I suppose I do a lot more stuff. And I know Sean already mentioned Jive and Juniors. Um, and we've had Shauna work with Jive and Juniors for, would it be, th- it will be three years this year, I think, is it? Three years, yeah. Yeah, it will be three years this year. Um, so yeah, Jive and Juniors is my dance school. Um, five years in business now. We had our fifth anniversary, like Sean mentioned, there in okay. Easter. And we had our virtual gig. Shauna got stuck in for that. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and Juniors is my baby, and all my babies, all my kids, and thankfully, um, last week was our first week back dancing outdoors, so it's better than right. nothing, Um, but we're back outdoors, which is why, Shawnee, you did not hear from me for the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you have not heard from me because I I've you- been...
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd fell out with me. I was wondering what was going on. I thought I haven't heard from her, but yeah, no, I know you're. I know you're always busy. I know you've a lot of uh, things going on, especially with Jive and Juniors and everything else. You know, with the teaching. So, but I'm so delighted that you're back again. in a sense doing something, even if it is outdoors, is great. Yeah,
0: thank God. Now, I'll be honest. I have found it hard because it's obviously it's been what it's been six seven months since I've taught in person. Um, and just getting back into the swing of it and even it's so hard not to teach jiving I'm so you know jiving I mean jiving juniors if the hint is in the name it's been hard not to do the jiving obviously we can't be holding hands but everything else works they're they know all their line dances and we can do our waltz and, and our foxtrot and our quick step without holding hands but by god do I miss the jiving I'm getting a bit worried I might forget how to
1: drive when it actually comes back to <laughs> I might have to come to you myself for a few tips. It's been a while since I've had a dance around the dance floor, but yeah, I hope I haven't lost my touch. But I'd say that there's a lot of people that will be looking forward to getting even back to a few lessons, Sandra. You know, it's been a while from everyone well, done it.
0: Well, that's it. Aside from, obviously, people want to go to the gigs and the concerts and the dances, but even from a social aspect, the, the social dance scene in Ireland, take away the concerts and the dances, but the actual lessons in Ireland was such a big da- uh, social thing. And people will go to the dance lessons every, whatever, Wednesday night or every Friday night. And that was their thing. Even if people know how to dance already, sometimes they go to these classes just because it is a social thing. And it's a bit of fun. Um, And I know a a lot of people have definitely missed that. And then we've no word down here in the South yet as to when adults can get back dancing. The kids are allowed, underage are allowed outdoors. So we're waiting to see what the story is with the adults. But I already have a few badgering me about when and where and <laughs> what and, which is good it's great yeah. it's, it's great to know that they're they're still interested
1: that's brilliant that's great and I as I said Sandra you're doing so many other things as well and I suppose even with making your your cards you want to tell everyone about that as well
0: <laughs> I know look when someone says what do you do you know like when you're making conversation with someone or you're meeting someone for the first time and you'll naturally go well, what do you do or what do you what's your work or whatever I'm just like what like say like I just i i hate being i hate just sitting around i have to be doing something so if it's not the dancing i'm crafting and making my cards and uh, my my handmade card business and actually at the moment i'm
1: making my save the day for my wedding So, Shawnee, you can be expecting one of them no, the cool. yes i know some of the people watching might know that you recently got engaged so yeah big
0: congratulations show off the bit of bling um <laughs> Yeah, so I'm making my save to dates, even though the wedding's off for two and a half years, I am making my save to dates. So you'll be getting one of them in the post. But oh, yeah, really? I love my crafting and making and that was great during COVID because I've, I've, so I was a full time dance teacher, like so going from no dance and then I was always crafting away. So that kept me kept me going, thank God. So that's like my other little baby, is little craft business. And I go to a farmer's market actually every Saturday in, just outside Tupper in County Sligo and I'm there since August so it's lovely on a Saturday morning to head off and uh, sell my wares and to be out and about and
1: yeah absolutely yeah no it is it's great to be just doing something I know myself it's just Filling the time and even going out for walks and everything just to get out in the fresh air. It just sometimes clears your head every day when you're not, you know, doing your usual routine of what you would have been doing before the pandemic hit. So, so yeah, no, it's It's great that you've actually have got so many things to be involved in to keep you going. Uh, yeah, look, and I've always, the podcast was always in the back of my head as well. Even before COVID, I
0: actually came up with the idea back in November 2019. And I set up the Facebook page, but I never actually pursued it just because I had too much going on. So then, when obviously COVID hit, I was like, "Well, what else am I at? I'm as well do it now." And a year later, um, but this is our 19th episode, so we've one more to go, and then that would be 20 episodes done and dusted. And it's and you were the first one. You were the, the one I I message and said, "Any chance?"
1: Hey, and that, was, that was it. Like so, um, yeah, all kicked off with you. I know I'm so delighted like as I said that was the first public podcast I've ever done um, uh, by yourself and Alan Williams and another great friend of mine actually from Sligo who had interviewed me before as well big hello to Alan um, had interviewed me for one and it's just great to actually get to speak to someone even if it is virtual like this it's just great to actually see a familiar face and get to have a chat you know. And it's, it's even just obviously the chat is a great thing but
0: it's even just having a proper conversation with someone take COVID out of it all but just to sit down and I know obviously right now it's different for me and you because we're we're friends anyway and we're talking most days but before when we done our first interview our first interview we were still getting to know each other I feel like you don't get to know people like that anymore take as I said take COVID yeah. out of it but you don't you don't ever sit down and thrash things out and have a right good chat and especially like you know yourself from interviewing people interviews are so short and snappy tell us about your single and tell us about your new album and where are you at the weekend okay thanks a million goodbye I've done them you've done them but what do you get out of them me and you would probably get roughly the same interview out of if we interview the same person it would not be a huge difference and that's no disrespect to me or you but the reality is there wouldn't be a
1: whole lot in the difference I know this, this is actually a nicer way of um, getting to know someone a little bit more as well, do you know, because from interviewing some people, you know, I know that it can be short and sweet. I've done so many interviews in my time. I've probably interviewed all the singers and artists, you know, taking myself out of it. You know, I've interviewed so many artists here in Ireland and Nashville. When I was over in Nashville, I got to interview as well. So like it's short and sweet maybe you'd only have like a quick interview but you never get to actually sit down and have a conversation it's actually a lot nicer to actually do this I think as you I agree with you there Sandra it's actually a lot nicer to get to know the person a wee bit more about their background without doing an interview and that's it do you know so and I suppose you get the best of both
0: worlds because obviously as a performer people get people interview you but then you get to interview them do you ever would you ever like pick up on things like would you ever think, oh God, that was an awful interview. Why did they ask that? Like in like would you ever look at it from an interviewer and go, Oh God, that wasn't like do you ever have these little I wouldn't have
1: said that now or I wouldn't have done it that way. Well, I feel like I've I've done a lot of interviews and interviewed obviously as well, but I think every interview is different, you know? And I suppose for me, like I've done a few I think when I was starting out my career, I was actually more nervous of doing interviews than I'd never, I wasn't used to it. And now that I've had the experience, it just flows for me that I actually really enjoy doing interviews. I actually, I prefer actually doing the interview, you know, even with Shauna's Country, when my show started out on Spotlight TV, um, like it was just, my show kind of was unique in a sense that I was out at the festivals. A lot more of the other shows were done just in the studio. Whereas with me, I actually went out um, with Wallace Media. Shane Wallace was my producer at the time, and we went out and we went around the country. So we got to go to all the festivals, Cowboys and Heroes, uh, you name it. We were at all the festivals, um, both in England and here. And it was just great to get the chance to, you know, hands on be out in. I suppose that made my show a little bit different. And, you know, like I said, I love interviewing people. You know, sometimes I'm a wee bit more nervous when I may even ask the questions. But I suppose I'm used to it now. But when I started out in my career, I was a bit, a bit nervous at the start. But I think that's just natural. Yeah,
0: and I've seen one of your first interviews. Not interviews. I've seen one of your first openings to Shauna's country. And oh.
1: uh, I don't know. Do you know what I'm on? I don't know if it was Jimmy Buckley or Patrick Feeney. I'd probably, it was probably... I think the first one I ever done um would have been about f- over five years ago and I could have been probably the Four Seasons Hotel in Monaghan maybe it's that one I'm not sure but I know that well, it was uh, it was daunting for me like especially when you when I done the interviews and Sandra it was actually in the middle of a gig like on a dance floor with people jiving around me the band playing the music going and it was just kind of like you know trying to interview a singer on top of the loud noise and I was like oh my god I'm not used to all this but it was a whirlwind how much I really got to know that scene and got to do it and loved it after so I was doing it for quite a while after that where I was out and about but yeah my first one I was so nervous if you've seen it you'll understand
0: (laughs) well I was even thinking of your uh you showed me when I was up with you a few weeks ago um you're opening to Shauna's country as Cowboys and Heroes and you want oh, to do you know the one I'm on about now
1: I do oh goodness on the top of a horse yes <laughs> oh my god yes like I mean that's what I mean I was in position like I was put in locations and you know things I'd never done like on top imagine on top of a horse doing a link like and the horse nearly moving and me never really done any horse riding or anything so Yeah like scenarios like that where I was just kind of like at the deep end but you know this it was probably the best thing I ever done and because I've built so many friends and contacts through doing it and through the festivals as well getting to meet so many people but um, yeah that's that's just one scenario that I was on a whole interview and it was just really weird to do that but was great at the same time.
0: Yeah, and you can look back and have a little giggle at it as well, because I know I, I, you showed it to me all right, and I was just like, wow, that is, and the funny thing is, you probably wouldn't do that now, not because you're, you know, just because you've kind of, your style has developed, and,
1: and I suppose oh, yeah. there's other ways of doing it now. Absolutely, like you know, uh, don't get me wrong. I from then I've obviously been on a horse since then, um. But I suppose that was probably my first time ever being on a horse, like. And imagine having a microphone and a camera crew, like it was just kind of like, whoa, this is just all new to me. But um, and I suppose it's never, never mind not being nervous of the interview or if or like doing the link for the show it was more of the horse actually going to move I was like oh my god am I going to fall off but um no as I said I was well taken care of like even with everyone around you know but yeah that's what I mean it's just now I don't know if I'd do it I probably would have more confidence doing it but back mm. then my god they just threw me in anytime there was an opportunity I just went for it and I'm glad I did because it made this show so successful you know um and I think back to Saying that you know, with my show been out and about, um, I was very lucky that I got um invited to the Irish World Awards in London, um, back in two thousand and nineteen, and um, now it was uh, Paddy Cohn, who sadly passed away. He was the founder of the Irish World newspaper in London, and he became a great friend of mine. And he, um, the whole obviously organization there, the Irish World, invited me over um to perform at their awards night. And I was actually presented with TV presenter of the year by Mary Kennedy from RTE. So it was just unbelievable the support I got and people voting for me to get TV presenter of the year. So yeah, myself, Nathan Carter, Foster and Alan, um, you know, so many singers like were there performing on the night as well. And um, people involved in sports and news. It was just great to meet so many people. And uh, yeah, I was very lucky to get an award through it all as well. So yeah that's
0: that's that's it's a lovely story and the um one of many wars as well i've been in your house i've seen the (laughs) the set up the old and the new and all that kind of thing but no and i suppose we're obviously only skimming the surface here with regards more i suppose recent things with you but for anyone who's listening and they want to know more about you obviously they can go back and listen to episode one of the podcast way back to series one episode one and there i go through Kind of how Shauna got into music all the background all that kind of thing so definitely um you can go and check that out um because we're kind of kind of we're just kind of picking up where we left off I suppose so
1: yeah and yeah. um,
0: now one other thing I do want to bring up and it's been I suppose a topic in the country music scene well not seen I suppose the social media side of things is a lot of different artists um facebook uh, or instagram pages have been hacked or lost or something gone wrong and unfortunately this did happen
1: you it did yeah it actually did um i both well i suppose i have my instagram page i have snapchat all the fans would know i've still got my music page i was very blessed sandra that i had two pages on facebook which was I had a personal page, which became nearly not even a personal page. It became like a fan page as well, because um, I look at all my fans as friends. You know, a lot of people would laugh at me when I said, but it's true. Like I've made so many great friends through the music scene and I shared nearly both everything on my music page and um, business page and obviously my personal page. But um, it was just just after around New Year's Eve, my Facebook page got hacked and um, oh my God, all my photographs, everything just went, um, which I was so, so gutted at and disappointed in. And um, The only blessing through it all was that my music page, which thankfully I never lost any of my followers through that, um, was saved, um, which I owe a big thank you to Wayne Therose who looked after my music page for me. Um, he produces my music, um, all my recordings is Valley Rose Media. So he actually thankfully had taking care of that he was in charge of that so I didn't lose it but my personal page as I said was hacked and I done everything I could to try and get it back um which I still might you know I don't know I'm still in contact with emails and stuff with Facebook trying to figure out what has happened but yeah it did it happened me and I know there's so many others as well um that lost through Facebook or Instagram had their page maybe declined on them or whatever um so or hacked so luckily, I still have my Instagram page, but Facebook, um, my personal page, as I said, it was hacked. So,
0: yeah, and it's it's happening a lot of people now, not even just obviously in the country music scene, but in general in different lines yeah. of work. And, uh, to be honest, once I knew what happened, you, I went on and I like saved everything and done all that jazz, um, just in case, because I know other people who've been on the podcast. It happened to them to so all Instagram went David James's Instagram went only two weeks ago. Claudia Buckley's
1: Instagram was hacked I mean by Kerwin another another friend of ours uh, oh yes yes, his Facebook page went his Facebook page it went as well and I would encourage just everyone to be vigilant. you know just be keeping an eye on their passwords and things like that because um so many people's data now has been like can be leaked these days and through whatever happens I don't know I just I would encourage everyone just to keep an eye on their own personal data, if you know what I mean, as well, because I certainly would never want it to happen to anyone. It's just, I suppose over the years, like I had that page for so long, Sandra, and I suppose memories and everything, you know, obviously through my show, TV show, things, pictures I had from Nashville even, or the Caribbean cruise I was on, everything just wiped. I was like, what? But luckily, obviously, I have things saved, you know, but it's just a shame, you know, that, that things like that can happen. Mm-hmm. no i know and that is
0: one thing i obviously had wanted to bring up because it like that it did happen other people and it's becoming prevalent all right um so i must apologize as well for anyone that's watching this video or i don't know if it's going to pick up on the way on the audio but i got new earpods for my birthday shauna and they're wow killing me. they're killing me <laughs> i they're actually really yeah. so I, I keep fixing them so for anyone that's watching the video all i'm doing is fixing these earpods and I don't know if it's gonna pick up on the audio, hopefully not, fingers crossed. But oh my god, I don't know. Now they're not the air the they're not the Apple ones, but AirPods, they're yeah. They're not killing they're, they are killing me, I should say. And this is my first time wearing them for a podcast. So it's just a little side note. Um in case anyone's wondering. They're like my new accessory, they're like a new pair of earrings yeah.
1: New pair of earrings, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they're pick like oh. a wise too, yeah, but I know. Yeah. I actually got a pair for through the pandemic I've been doing so much walking and doing like different things and I it's great. You can just put in your earphones and off you go, listen to your music. It's great. So I can relate. When I first got mine, I was like, when you're not used to them, especially you know, I suppose if they're like they're not they're like obviously the Bluetooth ones that yeah. you have, and So yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have to keep testing
0: them out. But anyway, so that, if anyone here's friend or wonder why I'm fixing ears that's why and um, so another thing you got v- away very lightly when we've done the interview this time last year because back then I did not do a quick fire round because it just hadn't come up with it yet whereas this year since um I started back doing the podcast in January uh, the quick fire now round is now a feature so this time you're not getting away lightly great <laughs> I hope yeah, you having- know your dad a special shout out to to Sean McStravock. Sean is a big fan of these Quick fire
1: rounds, is not he? He loves it. Yeah, he says to me, you "Haven't done one yet." I says, "I hope I don't get to," because I says, "I don't know what she will ask me." But he loves them. He thinks it's great. So please go easy on me. I don't know what you're gonna ask, but yeah, big yeah. shout, big shout out to my dad, who will probably love this when he watches it back.
0: <laughs> yes, hello, Sean. No, he's always very welcoming. Um, when I come off, as as is your mum. Um, I always love coming up to you. Um, okay, so let's see. We'll have to see what he makes for this quick fire round. So yeah. Just a few random questions and whatever comes to mind, you yeah, shout it out. Okay. Okay, so quick fire round with Shauna Max Travok. Shauna, yeah. who is your favourite American country music singer?
1: Oh my gosh, there's so many. Uh, probably female or male. I've Just pick one, pick one. Give me, give me a female and a male if you want. Okay, uh, probably for a female, it would be Miranda Lambert. And I absolutely love her. And for a meal it would be Chris Ableton.
0: Oh, good. Um, what is your favourite song to sing?
1: My favourite song to sing would probably, for me, be Bright Blue Rose. Yeah.
0: What's going on? Who Uh, who or what? What is your favourite local radio station? What, sorry? What is your favourite local radio station?
1: My favorite local radio station, obviously, would have to be Ocean FM for me. Once um, with well, Sligo, yeah, it would be Ocean FM because I worked for them. I have to give them a mention. Um, but uh, in Toronto, I suppose, Downtown Radio, Big T, was a great support to me when I started out. So, yeah, Downtown Radio.
0: It's funny, I'm just thinking, we actually have, obviously, you're a singer and I'm not. I'm the dancing side of things, but we both obviously worked in Ocean. We both have yeah. a show on yeah. Spotlight TV, so it's
1: funny actually. The similarities there. Um, I know we're actually we're getting like twins, us two, yeah.
0: <laughs> we but, uh, did somebody say us before? though, were we sisters, Were we somewhere? Um,
1: yeah. Somewhere? Someone said it. I think. I think I it don't was the wife. Where we were. The the, the Cookstown or somewhere we were. You were up visiting me, and I know that I took you somewhere, and someone thought you were my sister. Yeah. 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 Someone definitely said it all right. I remember that. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Um. Okay, <laughs> so that was your favorite
0: local radio station. Um do you prefer a concert or a dance to sing us
1: um i suppose oh my god i love da- i love the dances but i suppose more intimate concerts you know it's nice to get you know obviously more appreciation for your songs when you're singing you get that sort of one to one in a sense with the with the crowd whereas at a dance it's it's, a, it's sort of a different atmosphere um but just to answer the question i would say concert
0: where
1: is the best venue you've ever gigged at? The best uh, venue that I've ever gigged at would probably have to be, oh my God, uh, the Nashville Nightlife Theatre. When I was over in Nashville, I got to perform and that was absolutely brilliant. You know, to be singing in Nashville was just a dream come true. So yeah, I would say that's probably my favourite. And what about
0: an Irish venue?
1: Irish venue... um, my god I would say probably um I, I always loved when I was growing up and obviously becoming a country singer you know the Ryan Dale in the Moy in County Tyrone was the heart of the dances and getting to perform actually in my home like my home area it was just great so I'd say the Ryan Dale because it's such a great jive and venue for you know obviously for the country music it's such a popular venue so yeah probably the Ryan Dale
0: very good um, what is your favourite song, in, is it a jive or a waltz? Do you prefer to sing a jive or a waltz?
1: I prefer to sing probably a jive. I love it being lively, yeah, keeping it up.
0: Yeah, um, I'm trying to think, because usually I'm very organised and I have my teeth in front of me, I literally <laughs> came straight from class and thankfully my class was literally, literally, you know where I live, literally across the road at the community centre. So I could run yeah. back up, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember the questions off the top of my head. I know one of them is, um, one of them is, can you dance?
1: Yes, I can. can. I love I can
0: vouch for that. You can dance. Um, do you play any instruments?
1: Um, can I play any instruments? I can play a little bit of piano.
0: Um, and one more, tell us something we don't know about you, or we might not know about you.
1: Um... I'm the only child of my family. I'm the only one. Probably but some... Your mom, men-
0: but your mum makes up for... Uh, tell, tell us how many... What is it?
1: How many brothers and sisters or how many cousins? So my... Oh my God, many cousins. I'd be here. I'd probably be here all day if I was talking to you. Just how many... If I had to add them up. But yeah, I'm I'm very lucky that I have a massive family at home um, in Tyrone. My mum's side, uh, my grandmother had 18 children. And... Which is unbelievable and um on my dad's side there's seven and then my mum and dad just hit me so yeah i suppose um my mum's side made up for it but i suppose when you add up all the cousins i would say on both sides of the families and obviously they have grown up and a lot of them have had kids as well so there's become like great-grandchildren like second cousins as well to me now so i'd say i'd have over 70 cousins maybe i don't know how many there would be, Sandra? But yeah, massive family in Toronto. So a lot of people might know that about me. But yeah, I know. Yeah, it's I find
0: this so interesting because I have no first cousins.
1: <laughs> so we, like, literally you, none.
0: Like none. My. You can have a few. You can take some. Yeah, I'll borrow some of yours. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, isn't it mad though? Like the difference. Like I've no first cousins, and then I have an aunt, but there was no kids around. So like, isn't it mad that?
1: yeah and then you have god knows how many first of all oh, and, and such and i you know i've said a, a massive family and both sides of the family are very they're both great and they're they're a great support to me i'm very blessed to have a good family behind me who support me and, and both sides are very musical as well so i suppose that's where i get that from as well um sandra oh, you know that's, that's, that's
0: so you just about survived the quick fire round you got a bit you got a bit shaky there on one or two did you i did but that that's actually i really enjoyed that actually it's something i've never actually done before and So it's you good to- and, and i bet you there'll be one or two questions that i totally forgot to ask i'll have to look back at the sheet when i find it and see was there any but um no that's good and as i said i hadn't i hadn't done that with you last year because obviously it wasn't part of the podcast but um there you go maybe we've learned a few more little bits about you in this podcast compared yeah. to the last one um but it's been so good to catch up to you, uh, oh to catch up with you and Look, I know we're, we're on a podcast here and we have to keep things short and sweet, but by God, if, if it wasn't, we could keep chatting now for another hour or two about everything and anything. But no, okay. one thing that I am very grateful for from COVID is um, getting to know you better and, and starting a great friendship. And you've been so good to me. God, I was up a few weeks ago and this I arrived into the, into the bedroom to leave my gear down and on the bed. I tell you, what a spread. There was a balloon, there was a hamper. There was awesome. what else? There was prosecco. Oh my god! Talk about and this is from my engagement, by the way. It wasn't just it wasn't just random.
1: <laughs> I know. Well- but, um,
0: you were so good and so thoughtful, and I think that's another reason why you have such a great fan base as well. It's all obviously you have the talent and all that kind of thing, but to have the personality as well um, is great. And you've been a great friend to me and a great support. So I suppose I'm publicly thanking you for that now. Um, so, yeah, it
1: can't be unsaid now. Ah, you said it all, I think. I, I'll pay you later for saying all that. <laughs> no. Yeah, oh, there'll no. be another hamper on the bed next time I'm up. There'll be, a, there'll be two sitting for you, yeah. No, I have to say thank you so much, um, Sandra, for everything as well, for having me. And obviously, I have to say, I love performing at all the Javen Junior events as well. I love all the kids and seeing all the parents. And it's great to just be involved and getting the chance to, I suppose see everyone again is what we'll hopefully look forward to and getting back to it but um but Jazz said uh, thank you so much again for your support and for for being there for me as well as a friend and obviously promoting shauna's country and all the rest and all my music i really appreciate it and a big hello to me Hall as well i'm sure he will be watching this sometime as well along oh, the way if
0: i could get him <laughs> to watch one and it's funny because he always jokes about um oh, I'm going to listen to a podcast now. And then I'll say, oh, what one did you listen to? And he'll go, oh, Shauna's. And then I'll say, and what did you learn? And he'll tell me something that he already knows. Like, oh, she's talking about love shine a light or something like that. Now, I'm also going to give all of you a laugh because obviously I've been talking about my ear pods. Well, one of the ear pods is just falling down my top. Um. (laughs) So just to throw it in there and I, I, I don't know, should I try and get it? Uh, I actually have just managed to get it and you couldn't see. Um, so if the sound went a bit dodgy there, that is why, because the pod has gone down my top. You know, why not on a Wednesday night? Why not add a bit of spice to the podcast?
1: Absolutely. spice it up a bit.
0: <laughs> well, I tell you, this could be the, the first and last time that I wear these ear pods for the um. a podcast and just so you know I'm not affiliated with these ear
1: pods in any way It's like everything, Sandra, with new technology and everything. Sure, look at us with the last Facebook Live we done. Like, I was singing away, <laughs> singing away into the screen, thinking everyone was watching, and it just, it wasn't even going. It was like, I think the Wi-Fi dropped or something, and I was just, like, thinking to myself, oh, that was great. Everyone got to see me perform. And, like, 10 minutes later, I ring you, and you were like, no, I didn't see that. And I was like, oh, my God, everyone probably then lost <laughs> halfway through has lost Shauna singing so yeah but it's, it's just like everything it's just sometimes you just need a bit of luck on your side for some of these things that we're doing you know well I'm
0: having no luck because the other pod just fell <laughs> out on the floor so I think on that note we are going to call it a night because I tell you my ears are killing me and they're falling everywhere and they've been off I don't know where but Shauna it's been lovely to catch up with you on a slightly more professional level than normal um, yeah. and to have you back on the podcast as i said you were the first guest back um in 2020 so for anyone that wants to go and check out that podcast you can go all the way back to episode one and as well as that you can go and check shauna out on youtube her instagram her facebook page it's all there um and we can hopefully stay tuned for some new music maybe soon enough we won't say anymore we'll, we'll wait to see fingers crossed we will. yes But oh, thank you so much shauna i appreciate you coming back on to, to hear me talk nonsense here, and, Sia,
1: and uh, mind yourself, and just thanks again. Okay, thank you so much, Sandra, and a big hello to everyone. Hope to see everyone soon. Thanks, Sandra. Take care. Thanks everybody for
0: listening to another episode of the Country Chat podcast. We have one more episode to go, coming next week, and then that's it for series two. Twenty episodes will be done. So look, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Stay safe, mind yourselves, and I will chat to you soon. Claude.